Hi, I'm Hugh Hewitt. Thank you for listening to the Town Hall Review Podcast, where we bring you the best voices on the stories and issues that matter. Our podcast is brought to you through partnership with the Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy and ADF, the Alliance Defending Freedom. Here's a piece I hope you'll enjoy from my colleague, Mike Gallagher. Brian Dean Wright wrote a piece at foxnews.com saying, post-Kavanaugh, the Democrats have no plan B. They thought this was going to work. He says, and he's a Democrat, right, Lance? He says the Democratic Party is gravely wounded. They are bleeding out. Surveys show that the once formidable Democratic lead in generic polls has collapsed. The Senate seats in North Dakota, Texas, and Tennessee are all but lost. Prospects of a Democratic House have fallen, too. Progressives have no one to blame but themselves. The media led the way, he writes, with astonishing speed and inaccuracy, with USA Today going so far as to suggest Brett Kavanaugh was a pedophile. Activist groups organized pop-up protests in elevators and hallways with cult-like followers chanting back to their leaders how they'd target their next victim. It happened again to a media personality over the weekend here in New York City. Did you see the video of activists hounding and taunting and harassing Brian Kilmeade from Fox News? Uh, it was they got on a subway. They followed him all the way onto the subway, and they start yelling, "This is Brian Kilmeade. He says racist kinds of things." And then they got people on the subway all fired up and revved up to start yelling at Brian too, filming the whole way. This is what they do on the left, chasing people out of restaurants. The, the video of Brian being chased through the streets of New York is unnerving. We'll get that queued up for you. Lance, guys, if we can find that video, I'd like to play that. If you're, if you're watching us on the stream at MikeOnline.com, you'll, you'll see these two guys hounding Brian. The guy sort of trolled Brian by, by taking a selfie with him, and then he, le- he, then he started berating him, and then he started taunting him and harassing him, and they're proud of it. They post this on social media. This is something the left is proud of. The violence, the anger, the rage, it's all coming from the left. You know, very few very few incidents are coming from the right. Of course, the left will yell, Charlottesville, Charlottesville. I'm not talking about the vicious, violent lunatic who plowed into the crowd with his car. This great piece by uh, Brian Dean Wright. And give me his uh, title again, Lance. Um, he was a former CIA guy and a Democrat, writing the, these words. The most embarrassing theatrics were those orchestrated by Judiciary Chairwoman Senator Dianne Feinstein of California. Her piece de resistance was planting a faded actress-cum-agitator behind Justice Kavanaugh in a transparent attempt to curry favor with the Me Too movement. There, was a lot, there wasn't a lot pointed out about Alyssa Milano, although Saturday Night Live did a very funny, very funny thing and, and had a cardboard cutout of her, the, her peeking up over the shoulders of people. It was perfect because that's what she was doing. She was making sure she got injected into the Kavanaugh hearings. At one point, taking pictures with her phone, which is forbidden in the chamber. They had to tell her to put her phone away. 
Not to be outdone, Senator Cory Booker of New Jersey had his own role to play. Quite proud of himself, saying, this is about the closest I'll probably ever have in my life to an I am Spartacus moment. Oh, dear. Oh, dear. Democrats now sit defeated, facing a very unexpected and existential crisis, he writes. Fundamentally, there is no plan B beyond beyond the plan A culture war that they thought would work. If the last few weeks are any indication writes Brian Dean Wright, the American people have seen enough. Polling data shows that while their tactics certainly riled up progressives, it equally angered conservatives. And as ever, independents remain a wild card, gently breaking for the GOP as of today, but tentative and dispassionate in their support. Yet with no new message and no credible messengers, Democrats are stuck in finding fresh ways to try to reach those voters many of whom are white and conservative-leaning. The time for Democratic bravery, he writes, has passed, and so the fight continues with less than a month to go until America heads to the polls. That's an eternity in politics, of course. There could be another October surprise that might give Democrats a shot at taking back the House and the Senate. It'd be a chance for national redemption after a disastrous Kavanaugh performance. But if the last few weeks are any indication, the American people have seen enough. No one could blame them if they simply choose to walk away. Interesting analysis from Brian Dean Wright over at foxnews.com. I uh, don't want to put the wet blanket over this big, big victory. This is a huge victory for our country. A lot of people are smiling today, and for good reason. But this is step one. We won the battle over the weekend. Now we got to win the war. And you've got to vote on November the 6th. I cannot say it often enough. You cannot stay home on November 6th. If you stay home, you risk this country being thrown into a state of utter chaos by the kinds of scoundrels who we saw on display over the Brett Kavanaugh fiasco. Thanks for listening to the Town Hall Review. Our program is coming in today in partnership with the Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy. They are preparing grounded leaders who are impacting public policy and serving in the public square. Learn more at publicpolicy.pepperdine.edu. If you enjoy your podcast, take a moment, tell a friend to subscribe today.